Hi guys, welcome to another vlog, another therapy session. Uh, welcome to MGTOW Ramblings and I hope this vlog finds you well as usual and hope you're working on your health. Uh, I think that primarily uh, for me and I think for lots of us it means going to the gym and hauling yourself to the gym. Um, you know, and I often I don't feel like going really, uh, but I force myself to go and you know, the ironic thing is afterwards I always feel 10 times, 100 times better, uh, more positive and, you know, in myself. So uh, I personally think it's a absolute necessity. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry. Uh, an absolute necessity to go to the gym. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think I've laboured on this point many, many times, um, but, you know, just something that comes to mind, uh, you know, a therapy session, um, uh, and so really, I just want to talk about the likely scenario that you're going to face uh, and this is all very well known and old and you know <laughs> probably you know is sort of a bit old and well known for many many people listening to this but you know I think it's easy to forget this sort of stuff really um Um, uh, and really what, what I want to talk about is, uh, you know, that she's seen it all before, dude. She's seen it all before, dude. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think uh, it's pretty obvious, obviously, but a lot of us, a lot of us uh, are sort of uh, programmed to, you know, think of the righteous, the righteous and the, the good nature. We sort of try and uh, think in the positive, a lot of us, you know. We think in the positive about people uh, and we think, you know, that they must be nice and good-natured. And, of course, most people are, really, Um but there's this, there's an aspect to this which uh, is very sort of, uh, you know, under the hood, I suppose, that, you know, uh, as a young man, um, so I and, you know, everybody, every young man, they go bowling along. Uh, and they, they feel attracted to a girl and... You know that that a girl may give them, you know, some sort of signals, choosing signals they call it, um, which is great uh, and fine. Um, but I think being male, you think of other 
human beings as being like you. Uh, and, you know, maybe... Maybe you haven't had any a girlfriend, or maybe you haven't had many. Or maybe you might have had one or two girlfriends, and maybe... Maybe you may have had sex with one or two girls. And I think this is quite common for males. I think that really and truly, uh, a lot of us, a lot of us, have a sexual relationship with very few females in our lives. Um, you know, it's sort of uh, probably pronounced now with all of the things that go on today uh, is probably a hundred times worse than when I was young. Um, with, with the technology, with the dating apps, with social media, it's very easy for a girl to, you know, swipe on a male that she finds attractive and it's very easy for her to say, oh yes, I like this guy um, and I'm going to pursue this relationship with this guy. I'm going to get into position of intimacy with a, with a man, with a, with a boy, a man, you know, whether, whoever. Uh, it's very easy for a girl. It's very, very easy. I mean, she only has to be a little bit drunk, uh, and you know that the male in the right place at the right time, displaying those you know alpha characteristics, you know the the bad boy uh, characteristics. You know there might even just be a, a male that doesn't care. Um, you know, there's a bit of a loud mouth, uh, a bit of a Jack the Lad, confident, loud. Um, you know, body language is very sort of. Uh, open and, you know, very sort of uh, energetic um, and displaying this sort of energy and an, an energetic body language um, and, you know, it's not anything that's said, almost. It's something that girls just notice. It's just... It just is, you know, that these these males are, are flamboyant. Um, and then they say, you know, they'll be um, very popular uh, and have maybe quite a few friends um, and sort of very gregarious and very outgoing and very adventurous. These are the sort of guys that, get girls interested in them. And, and, you know, so... These sorts of guys, um, we call them alpha, I suppose, but, I mean, it encompasses quite a large variety. Um, from the, the sort of uh, bank robber or the armed robber type, uh, you know, bad boy who's just, uh, you know, into fighting and... and mm -hmm. Crimi cr criminality. Um, criminality.
basically. Um, you know, not not scared to sort of beat another man, um, and they they find this is sort of attractive. I know, you know, I witnessed this uh, in nightclubs in my day. You know, there'd be a fight, uh, and then there'd be all these girls sort of uh, rushing around, and you know, um, it'd be a big drama, um, which they love, and and you know, these these lads were probably fighting over a girl. And they love it. They love it. They love the drama. Um, you know, so so basically, but basically, it's it's like falling off a log to a girl, really and truly, um, to have sex with a male. Um, so let's run through this sort of different types and dynamic with girls. I mean, you could be a girl, uh, you could be fairly ugly. Uh, but you're going to realise quite quickly you have to work extra to get the male. And so um, some of these are very ordinary girls. They put themselves out quite a bit to get males because they realise that they're not top shelf. Uh, and they put work, more work in to get with guys. And, and so really, um, some of these very ordinary and very sort of, uh, I'm not going to say ugly, but very plain, uh, you know, bordering on ugly, uh, they, they put themselves out. They put out more in some, in more, in some examples, I think, because they know they're not as popular and they know they're going to have to work harder. Um, so they, quite often they get themselves into situations uh, with a male that, and, and then, you know, feel like it's an ex uh, a, a, a thing that they want to do to get male validation. So some of these, some of these girls uh, who are very, sort of look very plain, very innocent, uh, bordering on ugly, even uh, they've already they've already had several guys. Um, and and you know, so let's let's go forward with ordinary, better looking, good looking, pretty girls are going to be very very in demand. So they don't have to work quite so hard. They don't have to work hard at all, but they just have to feel a little bit flirty in right, right time in the month, a little bit drunk, uh, and they will put out, like falling off a log. It's easy for a girl to do these things. It's like falling off a log. Um, so, it's very, very important for the girl to hide all of this. Very important. Um, she, she doesn't really want to be known as easy. That's sort of quite shameful in some instances. Uh, you know, that they, they don't want to be seen as easy or slutty um 
perhaps in the old days. I mean, nowadays it's probably a given uh, where they don't really have to hide it particularly. They can be slutty uh, and appear slutty. Um, and they don't even have to hide it anymore, uh, which they would have done in the past. You know, the the female chameleon is a real, real thing. Um, you know, in, in these sort of uh, early days where her hormones are, are high and she feels randy uh, and, you know, like a male does. And she feels that she wants to put out being the right time of the month. So all of these things are all hidden and the female chameleon can present as a wholesome uh, library assistant. Uh, this, this, is, this is the issue really, that you, you know, people sort of talk about the red flags and I'm, I think the red flags, we're perhaps a little bit lucky these days, but not necessarily have any red flags. Um, I, I guess they're always there. Um, they're always there, um, but you've really got to be very fine-tuned to notice them all. You always easily notice, uh, uh, you know, ignore a red flag if it's not that pronounced. Um, So we're looking at examples of, of females taking slight risks, being slightly out of the norm. Um, this is a sort of area uh, where she steps out of the norm. Um, and the norm, it uh, now changed, I suppose. The norm now is to, ha is to have tattoos. Um, or to have piercings. I suppose you could say that's the norm, but, um, you know, it, it, it's not. It's still not quite the norm. Um, so really, we can still assume that this is a relatively uh, bad red flag. And there are all sorts of red flags. All sorts of red flags. I mean, you could say, for example, short hair. Um, you know, I think a girl will use her hair as a sort of secret weapon, really, and long long hair, which indicates femininity. Um, uh, you know, and, and so there is never ever really a hundred percent safety in all of this um, uh, and so really why I'm talking about this is is if you're one of one unfortunate male like myself who takes things seriously and takes a female seriously um, this is where the the issues are really and you know, I, I really do feel like making a blog saying that I got caught on the wrong side of a, of fun. You know, I got caught on the wrong side. I took a girl seriously when really I should have just concentrated on my happiness and my my fun. Uh, and and you know, this is where I think males get unstuck 
they sort of feel like they want a relationship, they want to take something seriously, when they should never do such a thing. Um, you know, this is what's the problem. Uh, when girls are fun, uh, a lot of the time, just let them have fun and you just be fun as well. I mean, you know, all of these problems I'm talking about I come across these problems because you took it seriously, because I took it seriously. Uh, and I decided it was a good idea to take it seriously. And so my whole life has been sort of this serious seriousness and, and just not letting things wash over me and letting have uh, myself have fun. You know, I was I was indoctrinated, I suppose, and I felt that this was the right thing to do to get, you know, to have a relationship, you know, one steady girl. Um, uh, you know, it's all sort of taking her and yourself into a different realm, away from the fun, which she's used to having fun. Um, and you're taking her into this sort of, sort of more serious realm. Um, you're both sort of going into a serious realm, away from fun. And this is where guys get caught out, really. Um, me, myself, concluded on this, and all, all of the males I know. Um, and I do believe, I do believe that it's necessary to have fun in this life. I mean, you know, there's not many years on this earth, and I do believe you should have fun and enjoyment and happiness you know and everybody talks about i must make i be, must be a millionaire i must you know <laughs> uh have these businesses running multiple streams of income and i you know it's all very serious it's all very serious isn't it wanting to be a millionaire and where did the fun element go you know this is why i talk about minimalism really to sort of um, minimise the amount of stress and work and to maximise the amount of fun and enjoyment on this earth. On You know, in this short amount of time you're here, you should really be looking at happiness. And, I mean, you could say fun where it could lead you into dark places and bad places. But happiness, overall happiness, um, is, is really what is life about except for happiness. So really, you really shouldn't be doing anything that takes you away from this sort of happy, light and, um, you know, easy come, easy go, um, you know, sort of, uh, these are where they, the, this sort of guy, the sort of guys that are popular and have lots of, you know, relationships, fun, you know, one night stands, I mean, I'm not saying... Everything should be one night stands, but you know, I think it's element of fun, element of having good friends, having good male friends, good buddies, uh, doing the things you like doing. It might be motor racing, or it might be you know climbing a a mountain, or anything. You know, all of these things with an element of fun and enjoyment. But not getting bogged down in this sort of seriousness of life, which is such a trap, it's such a trap and such a thing. I, you know, I wish I could 
wind the clock back to just uh, make my my life happy and fun. Um, so really and truly, guys, I, I, I mean the issue. Uh, the real issue, which I've, I'll always talk about, I've talked about hundreds of times really, but the issue here is that girls can have sex like falling off a log. Um, anytime, anywhere. Uh, if it's the right time of the month, she fancies a guy, um, she likes the look of him, she'll just lie down with him. Um, just a little bit drunk party. The right, the right conditions, uh, and boom, she's down for it. And 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 when they're in the young years, they've got this sort of high sex drive, which you know isn't really talked about. Uh, and and so it's all sort of under the covers. Um. And so she can still present as a good, wholesome girl without any massive red flags sometimes, you know. So this is something really, you know, needs to be reiterating. Um, and, um, well, why should this be a problem that girl has had sex relationships or sex? Why should it be a problem? Well, of course, it's not a problem if you're not going to get attached um, and, you know, you're going to take precautions not to, t to you know, get um, a sexual disease. Um, I'm not suggesting, you know, having multiple, multiple girls. I, I personally think that would be quite dangerous. Um, start off, you could have an infection and start, start off with other, other things like you know, husbands or boyfriends getting to find out. I mean, there's an element of danger there. Um, there's an element of her not liking the fact that you just wanted a one-night stand. She might have decided, oh, oh, I've changed my mind and I'm going to say it's rape. Or she might decide I'm going to take it out on him because he won't return my call. Uh, so, you know, if she knows where you are, where you live. Quite easy for her to take, you know, to, to sort of do something against you. So uh, I'm not saying that, it is, you know, this is, uh, is a great thing if you're going to have lots of uh, sex with lots of girls. I mean, if, um, you know, it does happen. It does happen. Uh, you know, a girl can you know, get get really uh, riled and as it will take it out in some violent way. Or the husband or the or the boyfriend could uh, easily find out. Uh, so she knows where you live, you know, boy, you know. Um, it could easily escalate. It could easily be uh, an infection that you catch. Um all of these sorts of things. I'm, I'm painting a negative picture, but there is a downside. But generally speaking, I, I just still 
think it's very important to have happiness and fun in this life uh, and not get bogged down in you know these serious relationships it's uh, and she doesn't want it even uh, a girl doesn't want it on the whole when she's young she doesn't want serious relationships she just wants fun she wants to experience things um, she wants to experience different males um, you know to sort of get experience of what type of male will make her a good husband or you know a longer term boyfriend um, so really 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 and truly this is really what I'm coming to is that the real danger areas of getting involved with a girl would take you away from this fun element um, if it's a long-term relationship um, the point of the matter is the whole point of what I'm coming to as ever as ever which I always come to and I will always do is the fact that she's already had she's already seen it all by the time you meet She's already seen and done it by the time you meet. Um, by the time you meet the girl, you know, she's already seen it all. You know, she's had experience of different males. And now she's presenting as this wholesome girl, innocent, wholesome girl, to try and sort of... Uh, Say, look, I'm, I'm, I'm innocent. I'm pure. But there'll be little, there'll be little things that happen. Little, little things that happen. Um, with with this type of girl. Um, and I mean, it, I, I really believe by eighteen. By, that, by the time she's been to a few parties or something, um, I think by then, by 18 or whatever, whatever you, it could be 16. But let's say, for example, 18, I think she could easily have had a couple of guys without tr any trouble whatsoever. And 19, that multiplies. 20, that multiplies. So you see where, where the problem is, where the problem is, that she's already seen and done it and you bowl along you bowl along as this good guy this friendly guy this fantastic upright stand, upstanding guy you know everything to going for him good looking tall great family great future and you bowl along you say, I've met this girl, she's really cute, she's really lovely, she's really nice, she's so lovely to me, she's so friendly, she's so, oh, she's so sexy, you know, she's really into me, um, you know, and I, I mean, <laughs> this doesn't happen very often now, which is quite sad, but I'm just painting a picture of you bowling along, 
as this great guy, great, wonderful lad, young lad, all along. And you meet this girl and you just assume, you just assume she's doing the female comedian. She's presenting as a good girl. And you, so you just bowl along and you think this is going to be the best thing since sliced bread. You know, it could be romantic, it could be great in the early days, it could be quite hot in the early days. And you think you've won the lottery. And you want to take it further with a girl and you... You say, oh, oh, let's meet up again, let's meet up again. So you go from meeting for a coffee and you go to a restaurant and then it develops and then you have sex and you think, oh, this is just fantastic, this girl, she's fantastic. I feel on cloud nine. And yes, you will feel on cloud line for a while. But she's seen it all and done it all. Highly likely, highly likely, highly likely that she's done it with somebody more, more than you, let's put it that way, something somebody more than you in some way, and I'm not just talking about, you know, the obvious things, but in some way she's had these very sort of successful males that she's chased, possibly. And she's allowed herself to lie down with, possibly on holiday, possibly at a party. And you bowl along, and she's the best thing since sliced bread. She's innocent. She's pure. She's wonderful. But, you know, as time goes on, things start to get more serious and start to take you away from the fun element of life. Um, and not only that, um, it's like you're just another guy, um, and she's sort of, uh, either she's in the experimental phase, or she's quit the experimental phase, she's, she's sick of it, she's sick of experimenting with different males. She's had all sorts of different miles, possibly, and she's sick of it. And she wants something more. She wants something more, more, you know, definite and more security to it. And this is the stage where she will start to get more interested in relationship, long-term relationships and, you know, engagement and marriage. Um, 
So there we are. I mean, that, that's that's the playbook. Um, sorry if it paints a fairly depressing picture for young people, but you know, I I'm one of these guys in my older years has realised now that all of this was apparent, and this is all the mistakes I've made. Um, you know, and having found some wonderful online content, you know, you can say, what a bloody idiot I've been. What an absolute fool. Because there's, there's always red flags, really. Oftentimes, oftentimes there's a little tiny, tiny red flag. And it'll be something very minor and very small to you at the time. It'll be something about her that's sort of not quite right. It'll be normally something along the lines of respect. It will normally be along the time lines of some kind of element of of disrespect for you. Um, and these elements of disrespect can be pretty small. So that you you just don't you just think it's a one-off, you think it's not important. Um, but this is this is a red flag. This is the sort of thing that I missed. This is the sort of thing that I missed. Um, these tiny little, tiny little elements of disrespect. This, this is the thing, real, real thing to look for. It's very easy to dismiss it as a one-off on, oh, it doesn't matter. Um... But this is a red flag, guys, this little tiny little thing of disrespect for you. Um, it could be anything. It could be something quite small, and it could be turning up late to a date. Uh, it could be... doing something that you find difficult, like um, you know, changing the music on your car stereo system without asking, changing the channel, changing the radio station without asking, doing tiny things like that. Um, as you might say, oh, that's pathetic, but I'm talking about these little red flags that are so important to notice. Um, and any sort of element of mickey-taking, any type of, um, you know, joking around to make you look a little bit less or talking down to you or talking negatively about you in front of people. Um... Any, any element of disrespect is an indicator. It's an indicator of all of this. 
that she's been up to really and truly um or she is not right for you if there's any element of disrespect um sometimes it could be something a little bit more it could be something like um you know you know she smacks you around the head you know it could be it could be dismissed as something playful um you know she could kick you and you know you could say oh well, well it was a playful thing um but this is a sort of physical type very very demean uh, uh little bit of um tiny little bit of disrespect if she sort of smacked you around the head in a even in a playful way uh this is an element of disrespect to it or she smacks you on the arm, you know, as I say, well, you shouldn't have said that. Oh, and gives you a smack on the arm in a playful way. Um, to me, that's just like an element of disrespect there. You know, I can't, I can't get away from this. This little tiny little elements of disrespect. Um, in the early, especially early on, um, uh, it's just, it's so something to look for. Four guys is so something to look for, and you know a lot of a lot of us we we miss all of this. You know we're thinking about the happy times and the, the sex and the, and the, you know the this sort of thing. Uh, we talk about you know uh, you know having a great sexual relationship, and and we just miss we miss these tiny little elements of disrespect. Uh, and for me, um, this is what I would really can sort of pinpoint as the biggest, the biggest, biggest problem for me, uh, things that happen to me, you know, with the tiny little, di tiny little disrespectful things, they can or will, I can almost guarantee they will mushroom into something more. Um, you know, it could be something more. Um, uh, and so this is why it's so important to look for these little tiny things of disrespect which can or will escalate to something more um, so really this is this is the biggest red flag of all even, even if she presents as this honest and wholesome girl the little act of disrespect is your red flag waving very difficult to take action in these situations because you're really fond of each other. You like her, uh, you know. As I say, you know, you've you've had great relationship and everything is great, and so you miss you miss these things, these little acts. You miss, and for me, that is where I made the big mistakes in my youth. This is where I made the big mistake. It always goes wrong. If you allow things to go, you shouldn't really have to correct somebody. You shouldn't have to tell them that you should have respect. It should be automatic. Uh, and if there's any element of disrespect, you cannot lecture her to say, why are you say, why are you not respecting me? You cannot. The fact that she's doing it at all is a red flag and it's something that you need to be 
very, very proactive with. And for me, for me, these acts of disrespect are a no. They're a no. Okay, guys, so this is what we we need to talk about, these little acts of disrespect. We do, we really need to talk about these little acts because it mushrooms on into something more and it's a no, something to look for, something to be very, you know, have your radar for. Um could be very small, as I say. It could be something very small. Um, you know, like not replying to your text when you expected it. Any, any, any tiny thing. You could, you could, if you really wanted to say, well, I'm going to give her three strikes. She's, you know, she disrespects me more than three times its end. Well, that might be a good way to play it, but even after the first, um, really, looking back for me, this is where I made the big cock-up, the biggest mistake of all, not taking on board these tiny acts of disrespect. So that's where I want to concentrate on um, in this blog, these these things that happen, um, you know, in life, um, the, the ability of a girl to just fall off the log, fall off the log, um, is easy, easier now than it ever was, of course. Um, so really and truly, guys, um, this is why relationships never go anywhere, because she's seen and done it all, and she's got not much respect really and she's probably a little bit disrespectful so um, in fact I would say they probably you know the, the people don't even get into a relationship now at all um, you know things are that bad things are so bad that they're not even relationship material anymore these girls they're just not even relationship material at all, period. You know, so these are all the things that happen when you start taking things seriously in life. This is the sort of things that happen. And you can't move on. If you can't move on, if you get stuck, if you can't move on to some, something else, something better if we sort of, um, and this goes for everything in life, I believe, if, if, if you get stuck or you get attached to, in, you know, inanimate objects like, a, uh, you know, your mobile phone, I'll say, for example, you, you, you know, you're attached to this thing, um, you know, that these, these attachments bring with them um, a level of suffering, if they go away. Um, so, 
being attached is always a way to bring on a, uh, an element of suffering. So, for example, some people, they, they hoard stuff um, and they can't bear to let things go. You know, and even sort of uh, silly things that they keep hold of. Um, and I'm like this myself, you know, and this is my problem that I can't just let things go. I can't just, you know, have a light and through few amount of belongings, um, a lightness to th things. Um, So to, to have this fun, light life is the thing. To sort of uh, have few but good quality possessions, allowing things to sort of, you know, come and go. And not getting too hooked up on something that you've got involved with. Uh, it might be a job. It might be a certain amount of money. You got used to it. You got attached to this amount of money. You've got attached to these material things that you've paid for with your job. Um, and now you're attached to these things. You're attached to a, a house. You're attached to a property. Um, you know, you're attached to this girl. Um, you sort of see this as something that you need to get attached to when really to be light, to be fun, you need to sort of be the opposite of me, really, which is letting things just you know, come and go and, and not get bogged down with this, this sort of uh, getting attached to cars and people and objects and, um, you know, and, and, you know, living your best life, living your best life of happiness and lightness. Um, and, you know, not the materialism, you know, having lightness, having little things to pay out or little things in the way of material goods, you know, just your own small number of things that you need for everyday life uh, is the way to go. Is the way to go. And this is exactly what I should have done, and I've done the opposite. Um, and I got bogged down in a relationship. I got bogged down in it. In a marriage, I got bogged down with children. I got bogged down with, with a mortgage. I got bogged down with a job which I hated. I got bogged down with bills to pay. Uh, you know, material things. So my life is a an example of being bogged down. So I can tell you exactly why you shouldn't do these things. It's the opposite, in fact. To live your best life, to live a happy, light existence, with, you know, filled with fun and happiness to the max, to the max. All right, so I'm going to leave it there. I hope this has helped. I hope this has helped you guys out there. I hope this really helps a lot of guys out there. Um, I know not many people listen to this blog, to be honest, but, um, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I still want to do these blogs. I still feel 
I want to stop people doing exactly what I did and millions of other men have done, um, you know, and got bogged down in life. And you see them, you see them out and about, these men who've lost the will to live. You see them every day. Um, so, don't end up like me, guys, basically. Uh, another therapy session is over. I look forward to the next one, guys. Till then, bye for now.